0: Corcoran and I'm Laura McCann.
1: Welcome to the Thriving Well Nine to Five podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of this podcast. I'm Jess. I'm 25. I'm married, and I basically just like walking my dog, reading books. I'm very much, and I, I always think I'm closer to 52 than 25. Um, I work in marketing, and I'm hosting the podcast with Laura, who's going to introduce herself too. Hi.
0: Um, so yeah, I'm Laura. I am twenty six. I currently have a ninety five, which is marketing in the IT industry. I recently moved to London, so I'm doing you know gone to find my gold in the capital city. Lol, jokes. No, this is just <laughs> where my friends live. Um, and I'm very much a person who, when she's not at work, she really likes being on holiday. So COVID has killed me slightly, but it's gonna be okay. Um, just to kind of set it out a bit with this podcast so Jess and I got together had a conversation at the end of December and we thought do you know what the world of work has changed it's something that we're both very aware of and we've experienced in different ways um, and just the world of work is something that she and I have both experienced in slightly different ways even though we went to like the same school which is where we met and all those sorts of things Post school, we've done things very differently, so we just really want to have a place where we can have all of those stories shared and have that place of support and interest and conversation between us. But also, hopefully, this is going to grow and we're going to get to talk to other people about it too.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it, Laura? How we went to the same secondary school, and we were from the same place at Liverpool, but then we've done completely different things. But then now we both work in marketers. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's it's one of them isn't it really like accidental. if you have told us in, you know um in our psychology a-level class like where we both be kind of doing the same but different thing all these years later i think i think we'd be surprised definitely bit of instruction as well for anyone listening about the flow of the podcast so we're just going to talk about a few different topics each week and you know make it nice and easy to start off with we're just going to talk about our week high and low <music> So, Laura, tell me about your high for the week and your low for the week.
0: So, as I mentioned, I'm all about going on holiday. Um, and as part of that, through the last lockdown, I actually trained and qualified as an independent travel agent. So, um, whenever I go away and book something for myself or, uh, you know, book something for other people, like it's all kind of in like industry insider and I get to loads of training with different partners.
1: Fancy. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, so it's just like a maximising of something I'm really passionate about, and as part of that, this week, um, I was able to um, record a bit of a message around travel in 2021, and that is being used by ABTA. Oh, amazing. Yeah, like the global know, standard certifiers of safe travel and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I just sent them a little thing in, they have put it together in a, a super cool video, so yeah, I get to talk about travel. On
1: the that is so good what a way to start off 2021 as well with like a, a business like company like that so like worldwide known as well like amazing
0: well exactly that's the thing because when i'm like oh yeah by the way i've you know registered as travel agent and stuff it sounds a bit like oh what have you joined some like i don't know herbalife for holidays Juice like book. what is this <laughs> <We're> like, what <laughs> yeah. but no i haven't like it's yeah. all very proper um and yeah i've got so i've got to work with like A proper business and stuff, so it's super fun and exciting, and it just gets me really psyched for like when we can actually go away again and all those sorts of things. It just feels like it's coming. Um, and then I think for me, the low not completely this week, but like certainly tail end of last week was that, um, like just that kind of I don't know, gearing up to go back to work and just kind of thinking about like oh my goodness you know what am I doing what's everyone else been doing like I need to get back into the swing of things and then now this week I'm just exhausted like I'm trying to do it Mm -hmm. new and I'm trying to like set my year off right and I'm just like back to work it's so like
1: (laughs) totally if we weren't recording this podcast I'm not gonna lie I would already be in bed it's it's quarter past eight and I was thinking, can I have a nap before the <laughs> podcast? But <laughs> I decided again to show, I definitely feel yeah.
0: I am knackered, but no, um, we are powering through and this is certainly helping mm-hmm. doing this on like the hump day of the week, getting us to the end. So go on Jess,
1: how has your week been? My week has been um, a bit of a mixed bag, I suppose, like most people. Um, I was debating, do we talk about coronavirus? But like, y- y- like you can't not, It's just, it's just one of them things. So I think Milo, as you as most people would be, would be that announcement on Monday night. Because just like, even though my life's no different, like I've literally just been staying at home, going on walks. You mm. know, you feel a bit hopeless sometimes, don't you? I had my day yesterday to feel a bit miserable and overwhelmed with stuff. And I was like, do you know what, when I get up tomorrow, like, I'm going to get on with it. And I think I just needed a day to reset and be like, right, we go again now. You know what I mean? And so I am I am feeling more positive. But to anyone that's listening who's feeling, you know, a bit down and a bit a bit lost, we, we will get through it. That There is definitely hope in the end. So just look after yourself.
0: Yeah. It's just a case of getting through, isn't it? And, like, being patient with yourself and being kind to yourself as well. Like, if you need your emotional five minutes, have them. Like, just please do. You know, if you want to rant and rave about it or have a cry, do it like you need to um but then at the same time you know get practical about it switch up your routine and just know the bad times the short time
1: yeah, definitely. And this is not this is not the time to, if you wrote down, you know, 20 New Year's resolutions and they're like, I'm only going to eat broccoli and I'm going to work out like 15K a day and I'm going to do all these amazing things. Like, it's so great to push yourself and have things to strive for, but have self-compassion too and don't beat yourself up about if you don't achieve it. Just be kind to yourself. That's the most important thing. 100%. And then, hi, we had wrote notes on this, Laura, as you know. And I've just changed it before because my hi is actually doing this podcast Yay. Woo-hoo! as i said to you before and um, we started recording i'm sure people will realize this over the podcast if they don't know me but i'm such a people pleaser and one thing i'm trying to do differently this year is say no to more things um but, like, this is something I actually really want to do and I'm really, really excited about. So I've, I've been looking forward to it and I've been thinking, you know, this is the only plan I've got <laughs> for the whole <laughs> week, or I suppose, till, till we're out of lockdown at least. So it's been keeping me going, knowing that we had this tonight.
0: From your experience in the workplace so far, what would you say is the, like, just one thing where you go do you know what i'm so over it can we please like get rid of it you know stick it in the shredder i want it out of the workplace i want it out of my working life i'm over it
1: so mine again i've changed i've changed my you notes know, from when, when we planned this you're keeping me on my toes i know i am i am it's just the working world keeping it fresh um The one thing is I want to sort of like shred my own behaviour and I actually, I've actually got an interesting story which is quite funny to talk about. One thing that I really struggle with and I don't know why I do is I am quite a confident person. I've got no problems being in a meeting room, speaking in a meeting room, doing a presentation, like I know I'm one of these... Very, very weird people. I don't know people find it very strange, but I enjoy public speaking. Yeah. Like I, I am here. Like I love a PowerPoint presentation. Like it, it is my drama. I just love it. <laughs> I love talking, obviously, as you can tell. Um, but I struggle to when I when my boss isn't in and or she can't attend a meeting, and then she sends me in her absence. I suddenly get like stage fright. Mm. And when we've been in, you know, in real life in offices. Um, And this is something that's only sort of happened in the past, like, maybe 18 months or so. But when we've been in office and I've gone to a meeting, I sit at the back of the room because I think in my head that people think, oh, she doesn't deserve to be here. Yeah. She, She shouldn't be here. Do you know? And I get that. I get that, like... Or especially online, because obviously, you know, everyone joins the meeting. Yeah. And I think people are going to think, oh, what, what's she doing here? Why is she, in? you know, she's above her station. But this week, so my manager took, she took the Monday off, as people tend to do to ease themselves back into the week. So I covered a few important meetings for her on Monday. And I just thought, are we going to swear on this podcast?
0: Go
1: for it. If it happens, okay, keep it real. Okay. But my dad's not going <laughs> to listen to <this laughs> <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna do this year. I'm not gonna give a shit anymore about what people think about me because what people think about me is is their opinion. It's not mine. I don't need to know. Um, and so I ra- ran these two meetings on Monday, and then you know, just about an hour an hour ago today, before I finished work, my boss called me about something, and then said she actually got some good feedback. And this one of the senior managers on the meeting today said. That I was really confident and it came across really well, and and I was thinking, is it because I said I'm not going to give a shit anymore, <laughs> and so I was just more confident. But that is definitely something for this year in particular. To I am gonna I'm gonna shred it. Room 101 for the workplace. It's going no more like cowering in the corner. Like I am gonna I'm gonna walk into the meeting, and I'm gonna own it because I deserve to be there. Yay!
0: Oh my goodness No I'm so happy for you That you've had that Experience this week Like well
1: done Thank you
0: I think it's such A real thing as well Like it's that whole Imposter syndrome thing And it's even worse When like It's not just a case of like Oh my goodness Should I have this role But it's like Oh my goodness Should I be the person Like replacing somebody else In their role yes. Even for a minute Like it just It freaks you out Doesn't it And makes you like So nervous Um, But no like I'm the same as you Like I would sit And have a chat With absolutely anybody And like I've gotten through it a lot now, but definitely my first couple of years at work, like I would get like a proper anxiety around presenting and that kind of stuff. Cause I was just so aware of like, my qualifications don't match this job. My experience doesn't match this job everybody in this room has, like, 10 years on me. You know, yes, that I kind of you, stuff. Yes. And, it like, yeah. you, but the thing is, though, so you've invalidated yourself before they've even had a chance to get to know you. Like, you're the one putting yourself down. Like, I think your perspective of who you are and what you're up to is so much more important than other people's take on you. Because, like, I know I've, like, turned around to people this year and been like, oh, yeah, you know, 2020, it was crap. But actually, I got to work on myself. And now I'm, like so much happier when I'm doing presentations and that kind of thing, you know, got some confidence back and they're like, what, you ever had that problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just don't realise about you the amount that you realise about yourself.
1: hmm Especially when you're when you're in a meeting and you're thinking about you and you're thinking everyone's thinking about you. They're really just thinking about themselves and what they're having for the tea that night. <laughs> like they don't they don't care enough about you, but because you're you you are we're all kind of slightly obsessed with ourselves in quite a narcissistic way aren't we really when it comes to to work
0: yeah absolutely and like you know you've got your time like everyone as you say everyone's sat there and they're just thinking about all the things like work absolutely is important and people do their best to engage and concentrate with you but like how long can anybody's attention span stay on the same thing like
1: exactly exactly
0: and especially you know people have like kids and all that like people have other things to think about long before they have to think about you
1: i promise exactly yes yes i I, do you know what if no one listens to this i am having a pep talk (laughs) and i am here for it laura it is great so go on tell me about what you would shred in the workplace for this week
0: definitely for me it would be those nagging thoughts that you get when you're on annual leave so like over christmas it's not too bad because most people take at least a week off. But, like, any other time that I'm away, and I love, you know, as I've already said, I love going away and all that. But, like, I always just have a couple of moments of, oh, my goodness, like, who's you know, that thing that I think I got done, who's now checked it and decided it's been done badly or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, what email am I going to come back to? Or, you know, I've decided I'm going to log off and I'm not going to check my emails at all. But what if somebody else goes and checks their emails? Does that mean they're, like, better and more committed than I You know, all that kind of stuff. And it just, it's just little anxious, like, overthinking bits. But, I don't know, like, it's just really hard to properly switch off. Like, I really struggled Throughout lockdown. Well, all the lockdowns we've had. Because obviously you're encouraged to take annual leave and things like that. Um, Because it gives you that break, supposedly. But I hit a point where I was like, even when I've had annual leave, I've been in the same building as my work laptop for like 10 months straight. And I've never done that before. And I hate that I've got to do it now. Because it's just that like physical separation for me. is just really important when it comes to this. Like... You know, I can't. I like to compartmentalize my life quite physically. So even like when I moved into my flat in London, I have got the smallest room. But that was because I didn't want my desk in my room.
1: Oh, so do you not? Do you not work in the, your room then?
0: I work in the living room, and then one of my flatmates, she doesn't really work from home anyway, because she yeah, she's out as an emergency service. And then my other flatmate, he does. So he's got the bigger room to put his desk, because he doesn't mind having his desk in his bedroom mm. but for me I was like if you don't mind not using the living room when I'm working and obviously they're working so it's fine but like mm-hmm. I want the separation like I want to sleep somewhere <laughs> walk down the stairs and then work somewhere and then like have we have a separate kitchen diner so I eat somewhere else. like it just I find it's so useful having that physical separation
1: that must be so good, ha- being able to have that space because I'm I'm working from my dining room and the first few months I worked from the dining room table and then I, I brought my, like... It was, like, my dressing table upstairs. I, I brought that down, been working from that. And over Christmas and New Year, I put a tablecloth over the desk so we couldn't see my screen. You've got it? Because I was, like, I, I'm eating Christmas dinner about three feet away from where, I, where I've sat and, I, yeah, I, I, to- I totally get Yeah, it's just... It's tough, isn't it? It's, it's tough not having that sort of. Even being able to sort of close your laptop and like yeah. leave, put your coat on, leave the office, get the fresh air. Like if you're commuting, you know, that that bit of that gap between work and home life where you just sort of switch off and maybe put a bit of music on. It, you don't have that, dude. It feels a bit silly to do it. Just, you know what I mean?
0: Just that how you walk from the dining room to the living room, <laughs> like, I'm just going to put the tunes on and yeah. eat a minute. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Like- bit of Lizzo. <laughs> Always a bit, Elizabeth. Um Always. But, like, having said that, though, you know, I'm not, also not rushing back to the office five days a week. Like, you know, that article that I looked up this week and, you know, we were having a nose over jazz with from LinkedIn where it was saying, like, can working from home actually offer a better workplace? And I genuinely think that it can. I think it's going to have to be that thing that strikes a balance, like, the proper work-life balance. Because people are doing both things in the same place right now, and I know that that's going to change. But, you know, there's a certain, like, level of things that you'll just get used to doing that it almost seems cruel to have to take that away just because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're healthily able to. Like, you know, being in London and, like, knowing people who work in London offices and stuff, they could have, like, two-hour commutes to the office. If you've got, like, kids and things like that, you want to go home and have dinner with them, and you, you can now, I'm sure they're winding you up in the middle of phone calls because they don't understand that there's anything in the world that could possibly be more important than them for those five minutes like I get it but it's that kind of it's that quality time isn't it and just that like rest that you get from not having to force yourself out the house Monday to Friday and just spend a load of time away from what actually matters to you the
1: most. Yeah, I definitely think that because when we first, um, in my own house, when we first bought the house, I remember thinking, why am I paying a mortgage when I'm here? Like, no time at all. You're out all day and, like, it is thoroughly nice to to actually be in your own home. What would you say some of the negatives are for working from home for you then? I think for me,
0: it's definitely, like, the lack of change of scenery though. Like, I know I've said I go from my bedroom to my living room, but it's, I I do, um, I'm a person who likes to be outdoors and things like that so um previously I was living in Birmingham and the office that I worked in was like a 17 minute walk and it was just little things like that that you kind of take for granted because it was like half an hour where I was definitely outside every single day like it could be the tiniest bit of exercise but like the gym was on the way home so I'd make myself go and all that kind of stuff but like I just don't think you realise how much it means to you, even little bits like that, until it's it's gone. So it's definitely, like, you can work around it and, you know, go for a walk after work, and I definitely try to, and my weekends are just having potters and, and all those sorts of things. But I think just, like, breaking things up also really helps you be able to stay motivated and hold your attention. Like, if you've been looking at the same corner of the room for 30 hours in a week you're not cooking on all gas like cooking on gas with anything are you no what do you reckon about like in terms of negatives of, of staying from here or oh,
1: positives um i think from a negative perspective and i don't know if anyone will relate to this but it's definitely something i feel is that you know back in office life i would wear i wouldn't really wear makeup to work yeah because i couldn't be bothered oh i don't either that's the simple truth of the matter. I couldn't be bothered. I thought uh, you know I'm old enough to think this is me face. this is what I look like. You can look at it all day, but and uh, you know it, it sounds like I'm trivialized trivializing it, but I'm not in the sense that now, with all this video calls, I have to look at my own face for you know a large proportion of every day and as a as someone who is you know i know i've just said it's my face but i am quite self-conscious and yeah to have to stare at your own face all day obviously when you're in meetings and you're talking other people are looking at you but you're not looking at you yeah. so it doesn't really matter because you can't see yourself you're not looking at yeah. you're not looking at a mirror while you, while you do you know having these meetings having these conversations so i definitely struggle with that and also on the same side like I love being comfy. The thought of now ever going out in something that isn't elasticated. Like, I, you know, I honestly can't imagine putting on, like, like, where I where I work in is quite smart, casual. So, you know, you can wear jeans to work every day if you want. Yeah. Um. And I do, but, you know, I do quite like to dress quite smart. So, I've got, like, a little M&S work pants, you know, nice high-waisted ones. Oh, yeah. Um But the thought of, like, voluntarily putting them on, honestly, <laughs> like, I just don't want to. But... Um, the fact that I'm not putting any nice clothes on. Yes. Ever. And like, you know, and I I do, I dress for myself. I don't dress for other people. But when you've just, you know, if you've got a nice dress and I work with loads of women, you want to go in the office, do it? yeah, and have your nice dress on and someone goes, oh, that's a nice dress. And you go, thanks, got it from ASOS. And, <laughs> you know, and, you know, how long can we stare at ourselves With You know, I know you can put makeup on and you can put nice clothes on, but I just think But I'm going on a walk, it's not practical. It's only going to end up in the washing pile. Yeah. You you know what I mean? I want to get some, I want to put some nice outfits on. And I know that that is, you know, maybe a bit, I don't know, maybe a bit trivial, but. I do feel like when I've got my hair done, I've got a nice dress on and I've got a bit of lipstick on, like, I am, like, I am a different person, like, I bring the sass, (laughs) you know what I mean, and otherwise I just, I'm just sat here, like, miserable, so that's the, that's the negative, but on a positive, I mean, we've been able to get a dog, which we've wanted for, like, you know, for five years, but... Because of the, we both work, me and my husband, we both work full-time, previously out the house all the time, it wasn't, we didn't think it was fair, but now we're awake, they've said that um, half the time, we're definitely going to be working from home, so I took the plunge and knew that at least half the time. Yeah, you've got him. I'll be at home with a dog, so that's an amazing positive, and another one, again, these are big things to me, and people are probably going to listen to this and think, oh my gosh, you've got a sad life, but. I love the fact that I can look at the time and it's 11:59 because I eat my lunch at 12:01 by the way. Um <laughs> every day <laughs> I can't help it. That I don't have to go oh what's that thing of Tupperware that I prepared for myself 3 days ago to eat at my desk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can just go to the kitchen and I can make some lunch and I can have whatever I fancy, you know, on Tuesday after Boris's, you know the day after Boris's announcement I had Chicken nugget pesto pasta for my lunch. Oh. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliant.
0: That is so necessary.
1: Yeah, it, it was It was incredible. Bit of sunrise tomato. And I just love that I can... I love cooking, so maybe that's why. But I love that I can just whip something up and I never have to eat out of a little tubware. And, and, you know, chat with Sandra about our weekends, me, and, and you know, yeah. what's, what's John doing at the weekend. And, and I know that's all nice, but it's just... It's just nice to, to to not have the microwave queue, you know, things like that. I'm not taking that for granted, definitely. So, yeah, they're probably very trivial to some people, but they definitely work for me.
0: Nah, like, I completely agree with you there. Like, I do think that it's it's that thing of, like, everything you've ever moaned about in the office pretty much doesn't exist now, which is amazing. Mm. It's just that you're starting to realise, oh, but the were. Some positives So it's Like as we go forward I think it's working out Like literally What is the balance of that then So like people do need Mm -hmm. people Yeah Do you know You've got to have Some social interaction I think people Within that You've got to Not just see different faces But be in different places Mm -hmm. And then you, you've also got to be able... Like, sometimes... I don't know if you find this. It's just so much easier to, like, get people in a room and go, no, oh, this is me yeah. time. Let's hold a conversation and sort this out mm-hmm. rather than, oh, let's have a call. Oh, but I can see... I can hear that you're typing through this. <laughs> like, I know you're not paying attention.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I don't know if you get a lot, but, like, we use a lot of instant messaging tools and stuff and, like, uh, you know, I'm probably guilty of it a little bit myself, but, like, so you'll get a message and it'll say, Hi, Laura. And they don't they don't follow up and you know they're gonna say. But like if you were in the office, no one would come to your desk and go, Hi Laura. Exactly. So how are you? And then a bit of a gap. And then so can you send me that report by five o'clock? Like, just just say, I uh <laughs> send me the report. <laughs> I mean maybe not as close as that <laughs> But you know, like just, like, we need that balance, don't we? And, and I, again, I'm showing all my work anxieties here. But, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, I, again, this is another thing about being female and all that, whatever. But, like, I will write an email, like, 25 times. And I'll take out the words. Yeah. i if I need to chase someone. And all that. Whereas, like you know, the tone doesn't come across the same way. you can just nip over to someone's desk and be like, Oh hey, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Can we do this? Sorted.
0: Yeah. And do you know what I miss as well? Like, is being kind of, I don't know, like, so because the area that I work in was completely new to me when I first, like, joined it and stuff like that, mm-hmm. what I found really helpful sometimes is just being in a certain office and like you would pick up on other people's conversations and Mm. from that you just gain so much knowledge like even if it wasn't a conversation like but you know like people have a chat in the office don't they? and Mm -hmm. it's that whole thing about if you're just in the right environment it can be so beneficial
1: yeah i think as well on that point is especially if you're trying to not even like not intentionally network in the office and stuff but um if you like see someone in the coffee queue and you like their dress or you like whatever and yeah. you get you get chatting and then you see them around and you build relationships don't you with people that you wouldn't maybe you know like it's so funny <laughs> I obviously I've not seen it for a while but me and one of the cleaners where I work we are like best pals like we always <laughs> have a chat she, she always used to laugh at whatever I'd be microwaving for me dinner um and you meet different people, don't you? And and that can come in useful as well from a career point of view. You know, maybe you get chatting to someone more senior, or you know, you're next to the CEO. He's getting a soup in the yeah. canteen. You know, that that type of thing. So I suppose it's that, isn't it? It's definitely about it's definitely about finding the right balance for what works for for everyone. And I hope that going forward, everyone will be able to choose the right balance for them
0: yeah 100 percent. it's personalizing it isn't it that's what we need to get into but yeah we well, know so it's interesting to hear that we have like quite similar opinions i think on terms of like being in the office and that kind of thing You're going to working from home um so kind of want to move into a bit of asking you a question or two Ooh. um obviously <laughs> like hope in future we'll be able to take questions from like people who listen to us but for now we've got questions um so yeah something that's really different between Jess and I is that Jess didn't well she'll explain in a minute when I ask the question <laughs> Jess, didn't, Jess didn't go to uni um, <gasps> Shakara how on earth are you surviving um whereas I actually have a master's um
1: oh, Fancy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love learning and not having a job until I was 23 <laughs>
1: Yeah, I started work at 18 so in
0: <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, we have ended up in relatively similar places and those sorts of things. So, you know, has it really not held you back by not going to uni? Like, or are there still times where you wish, you know what, I should have just gone for it and done it?
1: So, bit of context. So I did go to university for three months to do youth and community work. And the course was a complete waste of time. And I didn't think it was worth paying nine grand a year for. So I left. Which, you know what? I am quite a cautious person. But I just... It's a big deal. Honestly. And I was so calm about it. And I think that's when you know, isn't it? When something's the right decision. Because...
0: 100%.
1: You don't feel any... Or even if you feel that anxiety about it, you know in your gut that it's the right thing to do. Um. So yeah, so I left. I was unemployed for six months. And then I did an apprenticeship in... Social media and digital marketing um and then I've worked in various places since then I've worked for a few big name brands um and the honest answer is well I'm gonna say no up to now, but maybe yes in the future so okay. th- there's two part there's a two part answer to this so the first one no, it's not helped me back in my career in any way so far um i you know I've been in In my current role, I am the same level as people that have degrees that are older than me. I think maybe because I've got a specific social media digital marketing qualification and I work in marketing, it was never particularly looked at in the sense I've got no relevant experience. I did have some form of qualification in it. And I think as well, so I've been working, oh my gosh, this year in May, I've been working... full time in marketing for 7 years oh my god no. so i have a lot of, i have a lot of experience yeah. um i think what might have helped me back is that i used to doubt myself you know like you mentioned earlier about people have more qualifications and you know the, the maybe the first few few years i used to think <gasps> you know oh my gosh but then i realized that a lot of people are just blagging you know and whether they've got a degree or not like i'm not being funny but you can teach yourself how to use google analytics you don't know about seo you just google it like there's literally nothing that you can't teach yourself if if you needed to um so i definitely don't think it's held me back and i was thinking about this is that um i find as well in big companies and i started working in a really small startup and now i work for a massive business that employs like four thousand people or something. Um and in my like first week or two I was in the lift with um like the the senior manager in my team, you know, like my manager's manager's manager yeah. and she made some small talk and she said about, oh you know, like like them I think maybe it was eating instant noodles or something. I can't remember. But she was like, Oh, you know, like that like them uni days. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, <laughs> I've got no <laughs> like but uh, at that point I thought she doesn't even know that I've not got a degree yeah. sh- do you know what I mean and and people don't even people don't even know that and I've got that much work experience on my CV now that you're not even gonna really notice whether there's a degree on there or not because the roles that I've done the titles the you know the the brands that I've worked for they speak for themselves yeah. and I think the only main thing that has held me back is that um maybe I doubted myself a little bit by not having that but you just have to sort of you have to figure till you make it really um, but then the second part is does it hold me back now? not in terms of getting a promotion I don't think, but in terms of if I wanted to change careers, I am held back. So you know if I could if I could go and do anything and it was easy. so if I had a degree already, I would definitely go to uni, do a PGCE, and become an RE teacher. Like, I, w- I would love to be an RE teacher. You'd be so good. Oh, thanks. Um, I think I would. <laughs> Am I allowed to say <laughs> yeah. that? you back um, yourself. I would, I'd love to be an RE teacher. I've looked at the idea of doing, you know, teach first, but they won't have me because I haven't got a degree, even though um, I've got A-levels, relevant A-levels, and I've got all this, you know... And did of so back to did went to do youth work. I've got years of experience working with children and young people. Um but also I the only thing is I don't well, I'm not in a financial position at the moment to go back to uni because I've got a mortgage, I've got bills to pay, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't quit my job and leave, but also sounds bad to say but I don't want to be an RE teacher enough to go to go do something like that for four years my life. yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. so I, I would love to sort of if I had a degree maybe I'd go and change it up and I'd go and do that but definitely I'm not committed enough to the idea of it to go to uni for four years unless someone was still gonna pay me my full-time wage maybe <laughs> but yeah. I didn't have to go to work <laughs> so yeah um That's the long and and short of it. Do you have have any more questions on that? Or do you want to probe me any further?
0: (laughs) No, I think that's really... It's a really interesting take on it, though, because I think it is one of those things that, like, it's good to hear somebody who's, Mm -hmm. like, been there, done it, and where they're up to with it, because obviously the decisions that you make at 18... I mean, I think it's shocking how big and massive the decisions you've got to make at 18, and how long they affect you for. But it's Mm -hmm. true, the way the world is currently set up, what you do at 18 can... Affect you like yeah. 5, 10, 15 years later, so I think it's just it's helpful to hear from you mm-hmm. what that actually means. But I suppose it's just again, everyone's just got to do what's right for them, haven't they? Because the thing mm-hmm, is,
1: a hundred percent,
0: do you know what? You could have gone and got your, your, your degree in youth work and whatever, and that might now help you because you decided you want to be a teacher, but ultimately, you'd have been so miserable,
1: yeah, 100%. for those three
0: years, like and you are the most important thing in your life. So I think, you know, what if it's meant to happen? It'll happen. You will find a way to do it. Either like, you know, financially, it'll come together or something like that. Or, you know, it'll just be that you find a pro... You know, I just genuinely believe if that's where you're meant to end up, that's where you're going to end up and it'll figure out. But none of it is worth making yourself miserable for.
1: A hundred percent. And I would definitely encourage people who, if you want to go into a particular field... And you need to go to uni, obviously, like go and do it, like live your dream. But if there's other options to consider, which I did an apprenticeship and that you know, I got paid I got paid a hundred pounds a week and I was absolutely buzzing because that was like I'd never had
0: you know, that that was a lot
1: of money. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's that is Um and the the that was like 7 years ago now so the wages is, it's it is higher and there's more support and encouragement you get like loads more stuff but i would definitely encourage people to look at apprenticeships because it is a great way to learn something and the great thing is, if you do an apprenticeship while well you're you know, 18, you're still and a bit, you get a qualification. And if at 20, 21, whatever, you decide that you want to go do something completely different, you've still got that flexibility and freedom. Yeah. But you've still got a qualification of some sort under your belt. and. It's funny you saying about eighteen, Laura, because obviously we knew each other at that age. Um, it's I probably should say as well, like we are we are friends, aren't we, Laura? But we're not like you know <laughs> we're not like pure like best pals. Like we we know each other from school and stuff, but you know we're not like pure like how are you every day yeah. type of thing. <laughs> um, but like knowing you at eighteen from what I you know from what I knew of you, yeah. Like I think we both thought that we had it sorted.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah, we were like. Yeah, we were just those like those people, weren't we? We were yes. like, do you know what? It's going to be okay. We're sorted. It's fine. Like, we didn't have a clue. No. We did not have a clue. And I think the thing is as well, like, we're also talking about this as someone who's 25 and 26. I think equally it's valid to have this conversation at 35, at 45, mm-hmm. at 55. Like, at the end of the day, it's your life. So you've got to literally, like, you do you.
1: Yeah, As exactly. long as you're happy and you're healthy a hundred percent and don't look at other people and what they're doing because it's not a race and it's not yeah there's no there's no straight line and you know like I don't, I don't think I will, but if I eventually went back to uni, you know, you know, at when I was 18, 19, people might have looked at me and thought, oh, she started work already, she's earning money, you know, she's yeah. got a good job, but then they're going to be, you know, in their 30s or whatever, like living the life that they want, and I'm like, oh, well, mate, I'm off back to uni! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's yes. no, I'm, I'm definitely not going back unless someone pays me. Um, <laughs> But there's no right path, is, there's no right order of the path. You've just got to yes. do what works for you. I've got a question for you then. Go on. So, not so much like, you know, I'm going to eat broccoli or whatever, but I actually, I actually like broccoli. I broccoli for me tea tonight. Um, Do you have any new habits, positive or whatever, that you're trying to take up this year?
0: So, this year, I think I'm really focused on, like, so I feel like in 2020, I kind of got to a point where I feel like I know what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. um and i know what my passions are and now this year in terms of habits it's striking that balance so like i'm trying to have a new morning routine because previously i'd get like you know have to be working at nine i'd be up at half eight wash my face have a drink <laughs> meet your mate yeah go jam. yeah um and like uh, i mean that's the whole reason i never wore makeup for work either like i put mascara <laughs> yeah, on bit of moisturizer we're good to go brush me out if you're lucky fine um. Yeah. But it's it's now it's like do you know what though I have a whole day and yeah like my job is sound and I'm really grateful to it for loads of different things but there are other things I'm into as well so like doing this with you that's in a couple of hours like few hours of my week and I'm like well no I'm gonna get stuck into that as I am my job because like it's still mm-hmm. my life and I love doing this like it's been really fun. Um, like my travel sort of stuff, I want to get stuck into that. I've managed to, you know, capitalize on that a little bit, so I'm gonna run with that because I love doing that like
1: mm-hmm.
0: making the most of the time with you people, like having those group talks and the zoom calls and the quizzes and all that kind of stuff. Like, it makes you want to roll your eyes a little bit, but like mm-hmm. that's what we get to do right now, and like that matters. So, yeah, I think like in terms of habits, it's definitely it's making the most of everything, like, and making the most of it as well, but, like, I don't want to be one of those people that comes out of lockdown and is suddenly, like, living for the weekend because you can only have fun on a Saturday because the pubs are open. Like, no, I think you should be able to make the most of a Tuesday mm-hmm. as much as a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, if I can get into a habit where, like, it doesn't matter to me what day of the week it is, I still feel like I've, not, like, achieved even, like, the pressure of that, but just, like, It was a good day because it was a day, not because it was a Sunday and I could do what I wanted. Does that make sense?
1: A hundred percent. And I have to say that I've actually cracked this. And it's something that I never thought that I would crack. But here you go, it is is a revelation. And anyone that knows me personally will be incredibly shocked at this. Since about August, we get up at 6am every day every day like we have committed to it like and and i can't but like on well sometimes on the weekends it's half six but we get like we're up at six i'm so
0: impressed we're what
1: we're, we're walking the dog by seven we have coffee you know i got i am i am very lucky to get coffee brought to me by about 10 past six every morning in bed so we have that yeah. and then we have our um we have our prayer time together in the morning and then we're up walking the dog by seven so yeah i am like fully can i give you my tip yes please for doing this and you this is this is sad because i you know i said i'm closer to 52 than 25 (laughs) radio 2 (laughs) i love radio 2
0: do you love a bit of radio 2 do
1: it's so good zoe ball is so she's so like perky And you need that in the morning. Like, I'm not a morning person. It was hard to crack this. But she's so perky. And they all have good chat. And it's good music. And it, like, you know, when you're up, you're up. So, Radio 2.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, at the moment, uh, we have, like, a call with my travel people, which starts at, like, 6. And there's really good music on that to, like, get me going. And then I do Bible in one year. Have you ever listened to that?
1: Oh, so right let's be honest yeah yeah i listen for the first week of january every year and then i accidentally suck it off
0: yeah well you see this is the thing so like i'm like this year if i'm doing my morning routine and stuff anyway i'm gonna go for it but my issue is i get through like that 90 minutes so that takes me till like half seven and then i go oh but i'm actually not working till nine i'll like (laughs) choose for another 40 so i think i am getting there it's only been three days i'm (laughs) proud of my three days but you should be very that bad is the next bit we need to do is like just because you've done your bit doesn't mean you go back to bed
1: <laughs> and do you get out of bed before do you get out of bed at any point no
0: that's probably not a problem
1: so my tip for this would be drink so much water before you go to bed that when you wake up you dying for a week yes! and you have to get out of bed <laughs> I've heard this honestly that I I could the thing, I can sleep for 12 hours and not need to wait. Like, if yeah, I wake same. up in the night for a wee, I just go back to sleep because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> but when you need to wait, like, you've got to get out of bed. And then when you're out of bed, like, you can't kind of more awake then, aren't you? Sadly.
0: Yeah, exactly. You've, like, moved about a bit and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, that is definitely my next stage. But I'm like, do you know what? Proud of this week yeah we'll go, we'll go up again next week and we'll just we'll i can't go. wait to I'll, hear Updated, maybe my loaf for every week will be i'm still sleepy from my morning routine yeah
1: <laughs> but you know what progress in it yeah i'm definitely gonna ask you next week what you're in how you're getting on why don't you commit now to what you're gonna do instead of snoozing <laughs> next week i'm gonna make you commit oh uh,
0: what should i do
1: i think you should go for a walk
0: what if it rains though i'm a baby
1: it doesn't matter you gotta get a waterproof coat i've
0: I've got a really nice waterproof i actually treat myself for christmas
1: well there you go i got i got a waterproof coat for christmas (laughs) (laughs) why are we old laura
0: um okay right i will commit to next week all five days next week i will have a half an hour walk in the morning
1: Oh, I am excited. I'm excited.
0: I will put it, I will tag you on Instagram with my story and I will say horrible things to you that you've made it happen. But okay. by Friday, there will be nice things because I'll actually appreciate if I've done it for a week.
1: Okay, you You are welcome to challenge me back. I don't really want to say that, but if you want me to commit to something... Do it. If I'm doing it, you've got to do it. Oh, I'll tell you what, here's my commitment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very lucky that I... Bought myself a treadmill for my birthday last year, <laughs> which was in May. And then we got a dog, and then I haven't really used it much because we've been taking the dog out. But this morning, I got after we w- walked the dog. I got on the treadmill for half an hour in a power walk. I had Taylor Swift on. I was singing along. And you know what? It made a massive difference to my day. Like, it was so much better. So, I'm going to (laughs) commit next week that I will do a morning walk with you, you know, kind of. So, from, you know, half seven to eight every morning, I'll be on the treadmill for half an hour. That's my commitment. So, sorry that you have to go outdoors and I can stay inside. (laughs)
0: Okay, amazing. Right. So next week we are walking.
1: Yes, walking into the new year. We got this. We got this, definitely.
0: Fab, so now we have our plans for next week and we've chatted through this week. It's probably good to wrap up a little bit and we just want to be finishing like every episode on a bit of a an affirmation, like something to take away of, you know, the point of this. You know, it might be probably gonna whip out some lizzo lyrics at Mm -hmm. some point spoiler alert um but for this week the one um the one i actually sort of thought we should run with was get out of your own way i love
1: this this is like my favorite quote ever
0: same so like I think particularly for a new year and stuff as well, everybody looks at like, oh my goodness, I've got this new resolution that I want to do, I've got this habit that I want to create, da 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 And you come up with all these things about why it can't happen and all that kind of stuff. But I promise you, right here, right now, 80, 85% of the time, the biggest blocker you have in your life is yourself.
1: Oh,
0: 100%. 100%. Like, it is... So, you know, we were talking through it about um, in meetings and, like, imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff. And all of that is internal. It's got nothing to do with other people. So I think definitely going into a new year, kicking off this working week, that's what I want you to kind of, like, go away with and just look at every single time you say you can't do something, break it down. And every single point that you come up with that goes that says you can't do it, that is actually about you, not about other people, just scrap it. Because it doesn't matter. You
1: can do anything. I promise. I totally agree. And I'm, I'm just going to echo that because this is something that I've been getting in my own way for so many years now. Um, And I, I keep thinking about all the stuff I haven't done. Yeah. And when I am old and when I look back... All I'm going to do is regret the stuff that I was too scared to do. And I, instead of, you know, going forward, I want to do so much that sometimes I do nothing because I feel paralyzed by the fear. Yeah. But there's like, you know, if you if you want to start a new business or you want to do whatever, like my thought is, but look at them people already doing that stuff. But you need to remember that no one else is gonna do it like you're gonna do it. Exactly. And you can bring it. You know, we could we could both bring out. I don't know. Do you know what I've got in my head? A toasty machine. <laughs> can you tell? I've been washing too much TikTok. <laughs> um, we could both bring out a toasty machine, couldn't we, Laura? But we would make different toasty machines. And do you know what? I'd be buying mine, but I'd want to buy yours too. Cause X. you'd be bringing some extra Like you'd have a little like you know, jazzy ridges <laughs> on a toastie maker that I wouldn't have. You know, different and different colours, yeah. you know. It would be great. So we've all got our own stuff to bring. So, yeah, get on your own way and, like, bring yourself and stop being fearful. Like, you know, we're going to get through another working week and we're going to smash it and we're going to be sassy and we're just going to, you know, be the best.
0: 100% yeah <laughs> I think that that's definitely a thing like and when the motivation do, like is lacking and all those sorts of things I just keep saying to myself this lockdown is gonna end what do I want end of lockdown Laura to look like what can I do for her right now because we're gonna get there guys
1: yeah exactly and if you don't do it you're just gonna be in the same place at the end of March time will have moved on but you won't have moved on and you're only gonna be kicking yourself yeah. so Whatever it is that you want to achieve, even if it's something like so simple, you know what I mean? If you want to paint a picture, I started painting over lockdown 2.0. You know, I can't paint, I don't have an art GCSE, but it was, I did it for me and it was thoroughly satisfying. So, whether it's for, you know, a big thing or a little thing, if you want to do it, just like get on Amazon or, you know, an independent retailer and buy the shit that you need and get on with it, get out your own way
0: absolutely so yeah thank you all so much for paying attention and sticking with us it's been really great
1: no one's here by now laura no one's here just
0: no no no. i'm gonna believe that they are um because i've had a really nice chat with you so it'd be nice if next time yeah we can we can get some engagement from people so um we'll like make sure you can find all our instagrams or whatever yeah. so um you can drop us a message if you've got any questions that you want us to cover off
1: in the future and we will get to it yeah actually laura why don't you tell everyone now your social handles and where they can find you
0: okay yeah so best place to get me is either laura meets world one three which is on instagram um, or actually, if you find Laura McCann on LinkedIn and you want to keep this job centric, go for it. You can have me.
1: I like it, the professional angle. You, you've got a black and white LinkedIn photo. I did stalk you earlier this
0: week. That <laughs> I is professional. black and white LinkedIn photo. I look very serious and professional. I
1: it's also it. because I had
0: purple hair and I didn't think that that was professional.
1: Oh. <laughs> so if anyone wants to find me, um, I am trying to be more like chill on the old social media these days. But you can find me at on Instagram at jesscorcoran.co.uk. and that is C C-O-R, C-O-R again A N. Don't try and say Cochrane or Cocoran or whatever you want to say. It's Cochrane. Just just go with it. Um, I'm also on Twitter at jessc Again, I've just told you how to spell it. And you can also find you can find me on LinkedIn too if you want. Like I I have I've got a coloured picture, so I'm not as professional as Laura. Um, <laughs> And you can also find some of my uh, writing at www.jesscorcoran.co.uk. Fab, um, and thanks to Ivan Digital for helping us with the production of this podcast.
0: Thank you. Catch you
1: in two weeks. See you soon. Bye.